Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. The Bible, God's Eternal Word. Key verse, Luke 4.4. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. There are 47 verses in the New King James Version of the Bible containing the phrase, Word of God. This made it somewhat difficult to choose one for the key verse. I chose Luke 4.4 because it is what Jesus said to rebuke Satan when he was tempting Jesus in the wilderness at the beginning of his ministry. I want to start off by telling you, I was a skeptic at one time about all I'm going to present in this episode. I believed in a God, but not the God of the Bible. I didn't trust the Bible, and I didn't like church. For one thing, when growing up, I was taken to church a lot. But as I got older, I noticed that what people claimed and proclaimed did not match with how they lived. The only Christians who lived what they believed were my grandparents on my mother's side and later on her sister and her husband. And when I turned of age to leave home, I left religion too. A few years later, I became friends with a neighbor who was a faithful Christian, and he would talk to me about the state of my soul. And some nights we stood out in the street, me arguing against his beliefs and him trying to convince me the Bible was true and that God was giving me a chance to change my life. Well, eventually, I accepted what he told me and prayed, asking God to forgive and save me from my sins. And then I tried reading the Bible but couldn't make much sense of it. And so I remained indifferent to God's claim on my life, mostly because I didn't fully understand all that happened when I prayed the sinner's prayer. And this went on for a few years. And as it happens often with God in answer to prayer, those of my grandparents, because they knew I was drifting, a crisis occurred in my life and I began to look for help from God. I was in trouble and in deep distress, and I cried out to God, begging his help. Oddly enough, God's help came in the form of a deep hunger for, can you guess? His Word. I began reading the Bible and couldn't get enough of it. I started at Genesis and read all the way through that year to Revelation. The teachings of the Bible, containing the very words of the Son of God, rescued me not only from that crisis, but saved me from living a life of eternal loss. Not loss of salvation but loss of all we gain in eternity when we live for God in this life. And what was my greatest discovery from reading the Bible so much? It's right here in the next sentence. In John 1.1, Jesus is called the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, word in this verse is the Greek word logos. Now, a word is an expression of the mind. So we can infer Jesus is the expression of the mind of God. And God in this verse is theos, meaning supreme deity. And theos is mentioned 1,343 times in the New Testament alone. In the Old Testament, God, Elohim, I hope I didn't butcher that, in the Hebrew is mentioned over 2,700 times. So do you think God is the central figure of the Bible? 
Now, Jesus is mentioned 943 times in the New Testament. And since Jesus is God the Son, it stands to reason the Bible is God's message to us, and Jesus is the basis of that message. But then I wonder, what is the main message of the Bible? The devotion focus is Jesus is the living Word of God. If you had a world gone astray, a world which at one time was perfect, and you wanted to set things back to where they started, how would you go about it? Well, let's follow this thought and see where it leads. Would you first want to announce to people living in this fallen world to know what you intended to do? Now, would it surprise you that is exactly what God did? He announced what he intended to do to restore the world by rescuing it from the virus of sin infecting not only the inhabitants, but also destroying all of creation with it. The story of redemption is alluded to beginning in Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, and in numerous other places throughout the Bible. Now, one of the greatest displays of redemption was when God delivered the Jews from Egyptian slavery, and the greatest act of redemption happened when Jesus died on that cross. Now. God has announced all through the Bible his intention to deliver the human race from bondage to sin. Jesus announced he came to die for the sins of the human race, and God saw to it. All this was and is recorded in the Bible for anyone to see. And so what's the problem? Well, sadly, it's unbelief. People, for the most part, do not believe the Bible. Some go so far as to deny God's existence at all. But listen, God is an intelligent being. He created us with the ability to communicate. Is it reasonable God would want to communicate with us then? If so, what is the primary means down through the centuries before electronic recording devices came into being? And yes, it's the written word. And only God could have seen to it that the Bible record would be preserved for several millennia and assembled into our present-day book. There are some, however, who say that the Bible cannot be trusted and or how do you know it's authentic? Now, these are understandable concerns. All I want to say to this, and it may seem simplistic, but to every authentic item or object, such as diamonds, gold, even money, there are imitations and counterfeits. But these imitations and counterfeits are fashioned from an original existing somewhere. And with all the false religions in the world, there must be, there can only be one truth about God existing somewhere. I'll say this about Christianity. It's the only faith I know of in which forgiveness from God is free to me and to you and to anyone who desires it. But it costs God his son. And it cost Jesus his life. And it cost the Holy Spirit when Jesus died on that cross. Listen, Christianity is faith-based. Listen to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. All the other major religions I've studied are works-based. It's rule-keeping in the hope God will be pleased. But since God requires perfection, 
The problem with earning God's favor is self-evident. So in summary, Christian, you have God's word, his final word contained in the Bible. And it is a treasury of every kind of wisdom, guidance, instruction, warning. It has history, poetry, and much, much more. And so the action to consider is to read your Bible faithfully, regularly, (laughs) prayerfully, every day. And do this, and the truths in the Bible will begin to change your life for the better. And you can trust me on this. Next week's devotion is probably the fruit of the Spirit, found in Galatians 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. In the show notes, I have a text and appendix containing verses with the phrase, Word of God, for your study if you desire. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.